0: Hi there, this is Alyssa from UnBusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you as a work-at-home mom, and uplevel your work-from-home mindset. You're in for a treat today because this is actually a live coaching call. Shannon is a work-at-home mom with two special needs kids and a husband who works a lot. So on this call, we're going to map out a plan for her to deal with those recurring pop-up tasks to send her normal routine to overload land. And if you want a call just like this, but tailored for you and your problems, then fill out this quick application to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work-at-home mom life. Head over to the link below and let's make it happen. So hi, Shannon. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Alyssa. It's so nice to see you.
0: Yes. And give me the two-minute brain dump on your outside-the-norm one off to do, that just break the day for you.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so, what I've been seeing coming up a lot is, you know, like I've I've really cut back on a lot of things. I've really just taken to heart a lot of the things that you teach and made some really good adjustments on my everyday schedule, but then I'm finding there's all this stuff that comes up and it feels like all the time, you know, um, if you have more than one kid, one gets sick and is home for a week. Oh, and then the other one gets sick and is home for another week, and so all that time Um, I still have work obligations that I need to take care of. Of course, I still need to take care of myself, but then I also have little ones who need attention and want mama. And so that's one of the things that comes up. And then, um, since I do have kids with special needs, we have, um, you know, I, I, I could have at any time, just stacks of paperwork thrown my way, like, oh, we need this back next week, or, oh, we need to do a three-hour evaluation, and you need to be there, um, or we ha- you have to get them in for an appointment for this or that. So a lot of things can kind of come up um, that I don't have a good way to really plan for. Um, It's really just at the whim of the different um, agencies and care providers, um. And then my husband does have to travel some for work or, you know, work late sometimes. And so then he's not there to help out. And, you know, like it's tax season. Okay. When am I actually going to get my stuff together to send the accountant? So all those things that come up that are sort of outside the norm. And I'm wondering, do I, am I sort of fooling myself in saying that my normal routine works and I actually need to be cutting back even more? Um, or are there some sneaky little tricks that you have up your sleeve that you can teach me to make it a little easier?
0: That was a great rundown. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So first off, I just wanted to say that you are so self-aware about knowing your work hours, planning in for all the regular therapy and appointments your kids are getting and paperwork time and cutting back so much on all your other commitments to make your daily schedule run. So you're doing so much right. You're absolutely on the right track. It's just these one more straw tasks that we need to get a handle on. So what comes up for me here is we need to get you some regular margin time to deal with those pop-up to-dos because they are definitely not part of your regular rotation which is working really well for you. Yet the one thing you can guarantee is that something's gonna happen every month. In fact, uh, can you tell me, are these things popping up every month or is it more like they're coming up every week?
1: I mean, if I'm honest, it probably is something that comes up every week. Um, You know, just, I mean, just the things I kind of listed off the top of my head now has has been in the last few weeks. So if I average it out, there's at least something every week coming up. Okay, good. So
0: now we know what you need, which is the weekly margin time it's guaranteed built into your schedule to handle these things it is a simple fix and it will instantly give you the extra time you need and make everything better again we just have to do a little pruning so for weekly can you drop or streamline or outsource maybe i'm guessing some of the house management stuff work is work special needs are special needs we don't cut those ones so that you can have one afternoon or one morning a week for these unexpected must get done tasks would one morning or one afternoon be about the right amount of time to
1: handle what usually comes up or do you need more like a full day yeah well i think um no i think just like a couple hours a week Mm -hmm. probably would be good so like yeah just like two hours Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Okay, so what would it take to clear just one block in your schedule?
1: Um, I feel like I've cleared so much already. Yes, you um, have. <laughs> So one thing I did do was I decided to cut out one hour of work on Mondays and Wednesdays and to leave that to make dinner instead before the kids get home, because I was finding I was getting really overwhelmed with having kids coming home, me trying to cook, interfacing and hear how their day went with their therapist and do, you know, all that activity all at once was really exhausting. So I decided I was going to just like move those, uh, move the dinner time task before they come home so I could just be a little more calm and present with them. So I cut that out, but I'm wondering if like I could, um, When let's say they're homesick, they're not going to have their therapist there. Uh, Maybe we just really simplify dinner and that doesn't happen. And instead, then I can use that margin time to deal with these things that come up like, okay, they need, uh, you know, to go to the doctor or they need to, um, I need to pick up prescriptions or they just need some extra mama time. Um, That could give me a little bit of margin on those days.
0: That would sound really good for the sick weeks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, How is the work efficiency on the meal prepping? Since those are usually the fastest ways to get some extra time.
1: Um, I feel like I have a pretty good system down. I have a set meal plan um, that I follow kind of on repeat. So I've made those recipes a ton of times. I, you know, just get my stuff out put it, get it put together, get it in the oven or whatever I need to do or the crock pot. Um, and so I feel like it's going well. I mean, if I look at it over the course of getting everything out, cooking, putting everything away, it probably does take me about an hour. Um, but I feel like it's going, it's going pretty much like clockwork. Okay. And on the work end,
0: is there anything else we can spitball a little Outsourcing, automation, whatever—is that pretty much dialed into the teaks You've been
1: minimizing yeah, streamlining. It's really dialed in for work. I have somebody who helps me do everything Great. that I don't have to do, and I only take care of the client-facing, like the actual copywriting that I need to do for my clients. So that's going really well too. My only other thing I've—I think—is like okay, okay, try to. I think the big thing that keeps coming up for me is, are we trying to do too much for their therapy? Do we need to cut back right now? It's five days a week. A lot of that does provide really needed support, but it also means that we're running around, uh, you know, a couple times a week, at least, and having people, uh, you, you know, therapists come into the house, which can be a little bit of, you know, an upheaval sometimes too. And so, you know, I can like, do I need to be cutting back there maybe? Um, that's not necessarily going to give me more focus time to do paperwork, but, um, it would give us more downtime,
0: which is important. Okay. So let's dive into that. Um, what comes up when you think we drop this? Obviously there's a, a goodie some downtime. What are you afraid that your kids might not get if you reduce the frequency?
1: What Uh, would happen? Like worst case scenario. Um, I so they're they're in a sort of stable, good place right now, as as good as they have been for a while, and so I think I do have that fear, like, oh, we're gonna go back to where it's a a lot more chaotic, and they're not as their behavior is not as under. Um, control and then I will need that support and once you let go of those therapists the wait lists are years so it's a big thing to say okay we're gonna actually cut back um so yeah just not having that support if we do need it um is a fear yeah Okay. So that sounded more like you were completely
0: cutting out certain services versus lowering the frequency. Is that what it would uh, need I to know. be?
1: It would be lowering. Yeah. It's just kind of like one, one less day a week is what mm-hmm. I was imagining. Okay.
0: So in that case, is the fear actually true that you'd be stuck on a multi-years long wait list if you simply didn't see them as
1: often? With that particular therapist, Yes, but there is a possibility we could get, you know, it would be more like, um, you know, maybe like six to nine months to get a different one.
0: Mm-hmm. And has anything like this happened in the past where yeah, you've dropped it. back the support level and then they've not reacted well?
1: Yeah, not directly because we dropped back the support level, but just things shifted back to a more challenging state. <laughs> but that's why I'm just a little leery.
0: Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, if you imagine dropping, what do you feel would happen? Do you think there would be many benefits to the kids themselves with more downtime or do you feel that that's more for
1: you, not for them? I think it's both. Yeah. I am not a hundred percent sure, but I feel like they do need more downtime mm -hmm. um, and not have to be always, you know, it's like they're working full-time little jobs with um, they're either at school or in therapy. So it Mm -hmm. is, they have to be on, you know, eight hours every day of the week. And that does seem like a lot. It's definitely not what I imagined for my kids, but yes, I didn't plan any of this, obviously, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Now, obviously, not a therapist, take this with a grain of salt, but your mom intuition can be very powerful, as I'm sure you already know. What do you think your kids need most? If you were crafting that optimal day for them, knowing they've got school, knowing they have this many appointments and therapies and the ones that are really helpful, and what's your kind of gut idea of, some of this, some of this, they would really benefit more downtime, less downtime. I think this is good. What changes would you make if you're throwing out what the therapists tell you to do and just building something with your children in mind?
1: Yeah, I think that I would um would cut down one day a week um and give them a little bit more downtime and see if that, you know, actually helps, gives us more time to connect, gives them more. You know, just time to recuperate from the week and um, and just maybe feel a little bit better not always having to do something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a great strategy to try. And I understand it's harder to go back and add on when we're talking about therapy versus saying, "Oh, we can just join back in an extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. But I would maybe start there. Mm-hmm. And see how that goes for you. And is that cutting back one day a week, would that be enough to give you that two hours of margin time?
1: Um, it would probably realistically give me like one hour okay. of margin time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other place we can look, if you don't feel like there's anything else we can do in the meal prep in terms of speeding it up or having anyone help you, if your husband's typically gone during that time of day and already kind of going as fast as you can. Um what are the house cleaning tasks looking like? Are you do you have any help with that? So I do have
1: help with like the actual cleaning cleaning. And then I have I have a good morning routine in place to take care of just the general make sure dishes and laundry get moving during the day, you know, general kind of cleanup. Um, So I feel like that's going really well. Now, I don't know your children's capabilities. Are they able to help
0: with any of that simple tasks? And do you have them doing some of that for you?
1: Yeah, they're doing really well at taking on some more responsibilities. And um, so they are, I feel like, um, we've added a few things in the last couple of months and they're doing well with it. So I think they're in like a really realistic place. that's not going to put them under too much pressure, but that is also giving them some responsibilities. Um, and so that's good. They are legitimately super helpful.
0: Great. Have you thought about adding any help from them to your supper routine in terms of either the prep or taking dishes over or, you know, Loading dishwashers or things that are on their level that are fairly easy. So you're not the person who's doing literally all of mm-hmm. it.
1: Yeah, they do help with the cleanup. Um, right now, what my plan is, is to be cooking before they get home. Uh-huh. Um, but you did say something interesting just to get more help. Like, even though my husband's not home um, dr- in the evening to help out, I'm wondering if we could just... One thing I've been thinking about is if we could make bigger batches and then Mm -hmm. not cook every night. Mm -hmm. Um, So that might be an option or to cook, like have him cook a bigger batch of something on the weekend so we can have leftovers Um, because he's a great cook and willing to help. Um, And that might just like give me that one extra hour that I need to have the flexibility during the week.
0: That sounds like a great solution. You're not asking him to do something he doesn't have time for when he's tired, but it's something in his skill set that he would enjoy. Mm -hmm. And the cook once and eat twice has been typically a lifesaver for me when I have a family size that allowed us to do that. So I Uh think both of those are really great ideas for you to look at. Are some of your recipes, do you know right off that they would be double
1: um, what do you think?
0: Would you have to play? I don't know. There? Are
1: there certain recipes that you feel like are better candidates than others usually like that goes better?
0: Well, we basically, we eat a lot of different things. So <laughs> from the Mac and cheese, the pasta to rice and curries and whatnot. Sometimes it's more. The amount of time you can spend the first night, like you can double macaroni and cheese and double pizza and hot dogs but it may not be as efficient as a double batch of instapot rice but everything can still be done um Mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite meals like you know just three or something
1: um we do let's see well (laughs) uh, we do like I like doing a lot of soups um oh could be like really simple, like just, you know, chicken breast and cauliflower rice or, um, like spaghetti sauce, you know, and we'll do green beans with it. So it's, it's pretty simple or tacos, like a bunch Mm -hmm. of taco meat. And then just everybody gets their own toppings. I have a picky eater. And so we try to keep things sort of separate and very simple.
0: Yes. No, that sounds like a lot of meals similar to what we eat. So as long as no one minds the reheated, I mean, the spaghetti sauce and you just made two pounds instead of one pound or whatever your mm-hmm. normal amount is and reheat it the next day and chicken breasts and cauliflower rice, if no one, again, free heating is fine, then you just used two pans in the oven <laughs> instead mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it sounds like good work.
0: And taco meat I've taken to just doing in like five pound batches in the Instapot. It doesn't help maybe for the Mm -hmm. other taco items, but if you're going to do your taco night back to back and your fresh items will keep other than like Mm -hmm. avocados or something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then double amount of tortillas or whatever and double amount of lettuce and yogurt or sour cream and cheese. Mm -hmm. Like it can all work pretty well. And then it saves so much time when you're just like, all I'm doing is getting the stuff out of the fridge, setting it out on the counter, everybody help Mm -hmm. yourself. Like it's not Mm -hmm. the whole 40 minutes of prepping, cleanup and cooking. Yeah. And I have no problem with eating the same thing again when it's a favorite meal. And hopefully Mm -hmm. your
1: family would be more like that too. Yeah, I think we could definitely try it. I think it could go well.
0: The other trick if they like more variety is go ahead and do a double batch, but then alternate. So mm-hmm. you did the double batch, you shove it in the fridge, you cook something new tomorrow uh-huh. night, you shove it in the fridge, but day three and day four are both leftovers nights. So okay. you just need more fridge space. Mm-hmm. But if that can work for you, then they feel like they're having variety. It's not the same thing every night it, you are alternating. So uh-huh. okay. You I like only do that. three meals like that, you know, day one, day two, and then eat three and four and then five and six. And you have in between there. So you're cooking like four meals a week, three that you'll repeat. And then the seventh or you know, mm-hmm. whatever, depending okay. on what your weekend lunches look like, if those are more leftovers or
1: yeah,
0: leftover or round two, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that a lot. Thank you. And to come at everything from a different angle, if you're just looking at all the tasks mm-hmm. total of the kids and the personal and the business and the house, is there anything that you look at and say, actually, I would like it if I quit doing it or if it was faster
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um not off the top of my head. Um, I mean, sure. Like, of course, i'd I'd love never to do laundry again, but I'm on <laughs> my way. I have one kid responsible for their laundry from start to finish. So I think it's just a matter of time and training to get the other one there, too.
0: <laughs> yes. Or sometimes what I've done is, and I say no mom guilt allowed, person who knows how to do laundry, you are also going to do the towels for the whole family or the sheets oh, or yeah. something, or right any it. of you and your husband's laundry that isn't special, delicate care, whatever, that they're likely to forget about and put through the dryer when you don't want it. <laughs> you know, they that means they can do someone else's laundry fit mm standard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love that idea.
1: Oh, cool. yeah, I'll try that.
0: Yeah, it's just an interesting alternate way to look at your schedule when you're pretty happy with everything, but you're used to doing all those same tasks yeah. and say, "Well, but if I could wave a magic wand,
1: mm-hmm.
0: actually, I wouldn't be doing this anymore." And then you can say, "Oh, well, hmm, what solutions mm-hmm. do we have?"
1: Yeah, I love that because um, yeah, it's definitely easy to kind of get in that habit of like, "Well, I'm just going to fit it all in. I'm going to make mm-hmm. sure I can get it all done," um, and I wait. I like that idea. Yeah. So
0: is there anything else you'd like to ask about?
1: Um. So I think that was super, super helpful. Cause honestly, I would have come in and said, I have no extra time. Like there's too much, there's no way, there's no way, but really like, this is super easy, really minor changes. And I feel like it's so doable now. Um, so two things I am struggling to find time for, and maybe it's, it's all part of this, like, okay, we're going to cut back, you know, I'm not going to cook every single night of the week. We're going to take out one night of therapy, um, and slow things down just a little bit. That might be a big part of the solution, but I'm finding that we have all this going on. We're running here and there. Uh, kids are, you know, school and therapy, I'm chasing them, husband's working. So we all get home, you know, we get, we do have some good um, habits for bedtime routine and just spending some quality time together um, with the kids. But then by the time they get to bed, I am ready to just drop. And I'm feeling like I don't have any time or energy to spend with my husband. Um, And that is something that I feel like is really missing um, from our lives right now. Yes. Um, I think what's worked
0: for me. So it may work for you. It's kind of a scheduling thing. Have you given yourself a break in the afternoon before all of the supper prep and homework and kid
1: routine? Um, I am starting to, so that's new to me. Yeah. Okay.
0: What I would see is after a week of that, see if you have more energy once you've gotten the kids to bed to hang out with your husband. Cause for me, I couldn't go straight through and deal with the supper and cleanup stuff because that lowered my energy reserves. And then I mm-hmm. felt like spending time with him was a to do instead of something relaxing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When I took off more of the cooking work and was not cooking every night or was not doing all the prep plus the cooking and the cleanup. Suddenly yeah. the supper thing wasn't as big of a deal. Like if someone else was doing the dishes or again, it was only every other night cooking, things like that really made a big difference in my energy as the mom Mm -hmm. and then put the kids to bed. And then I felt like I still had a bit of energy left or I could switch things around and be like, okay, if a shower is relaxing, I'll do the shower first and then hang out with him, like play around with the bedtime routine a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the not doing so much work at supper was a big thing for me. So maybe that would help
1: Mm -hmm. I think that. Probably the key for me as well because, um, it you know you know how it is just you're standing in a warm kitchen you're right you know just have so much to um take care of at that end of the day time mm-hmm. and so many pieces that taking just taking some of that out and then adding in some extra rest I yeah. think could be a really big difference.
0: Yes, and some of it is the mindset of look at me, I'm doing all this work and you guys are just eating it and going off. And when it's more of a co thing, like I'm like, okay, I will put away the leftovers. I'm going to choose the right size container. I'm good at it. I like it. You're going to do the dishes. You're going to wipe down the table. You're going to sweep the floor. I don't feel like I'm doing very much because I picked the tasks that I enjoyed doing most and the ones that were Mm -hmm. hardest for them because, you know, hold up heavy pot and scrape it into, uh, that takes a lot of strength and muscle control. So, mm -hmm. but sweeping up the floor, not so bad, but very important to my idea of a clean kitchen.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would make a big difference. And I'm lucky my husband helps a ton with dishes and cleanups. So just simplifying the actual dinner prep Mm -hmm. um, and adding in some rest And just not feeling that overwhelm of knowing, okay, I have time baked in already for, you know, the paperwork that's going to come up. I already have, you know, some margin in case the kids get sick. Mm I think that's a big mindset thing too. of Just like, okay, peace of mind. I've got it under control. I have a plan. Um, That's going to feel a lot better.
0: Yes. Because then your post supper time is not the overflow for all the things that you couldn't get to because- all of yes, a sudden you had exactly. the 2nd mm-hmm. paperwork. Yeah. Since if so, you have a little bit of margin in the evening, even between food is done and I'm going to bed or the kids are going to bed, mm-hmm. then you have a little bit of spare time that either it gets taken up with them or you have even more decompressing time before you hang out with your husband. You're like, you're already in a good
1: frame of mind and you can just flex day to day. Yeah. Um, so I do have one more question for you, if that's okay. Yes. So I have you, I know you can see, I have a lot going on. I'm very, just very, very thankful for where I'm at, like how far I've come in the last six months. And especially since I've been kind of following you, listening to podcasts and all that, just, oh, it's so much has opened up. But, um, one thing I really, really want to add to my life is, um, being able to write that's sort of like my hobby what I love to do um I have a blog and a podcast and I don't get to work on it very often um I think it's not just that I don't have time necessarily but mostly also that I don't have the energy after I do all this other stuff Mm -hmm. for everybody else um and I do like Saturdays. We keep very light and relaxed. We don't make a lot of plans. It's it's kind of when we celebrate Sabbath and just and just rest. Um, so there is like the time there, but I'm finding that when when I have the kids home, I have my husband home, I you know do need that rest from the week. Yes. Um, but it's just not happening there. And mm-hmm. so I wondered if you had any ideas when I write like. I do copywriting for my work, uh, you know, like my paid work. And so I don't feel like I can really add it in during the week because it's that same sort of brain space and that same energy. Um, And and yet I have sort of a lot of distractions going on and not a lot of energy on the weekends to fit it in. Well, no shame there. It's like just
0: because it's a weekend and we cleared space doesn't mean we can automatically go straight into hobby passion project mode it's like we still need decompression time and yeah um a couple thoughts I'm also not a business coach but what if there was anything else you could delegate to your VA what if we raised rates so you had a little bit less time for client task copywriting or what if we split your work since i do find yes i have to fit writing into work time blocks but i don't mm-hmm. like to do it in the same time block as a client task mm-hmm. because of that same brain space thing and it's, it's too hard flipping back and forth what if we flipped it either by day or by that work block of you know here's morning or here's afternoon depending on what you're doing it. so you could say i'm i have the head in the morning for writing depending on if you're a morning person mm-hmm and then the afternoon I'll be doing client copywriting or this one day a week is my personal my writing my podcast whatever
1: yeah i think but, that's what i would love to get to mm-hmm. is just have that one day per week where uh-huh. it's a weekday uh typically nobody else is home mm-hmm. i could have that focus time even like just an hour or two okay um So I think maybe just starting with like one two hour
0: time block for that. So let's see, can we write down everything you're doing and see if there's two hours worth of work your VA could do for you? If you have a few more templates, procedures, whatever's we can give her to help her think like you and talking to clients or pre-outlining something, your copy, I don't know what all your business procedures look like for that but something else
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I could think about that Um, even if it's a different person with a you know different skill set that's a possibility
0: if there's anything else we can get off your plate poof we've created the two hours and then the other way is to raise your rates just enough that you have two hours less of client work each week I don't know if that's dropping
1: one client or like half a client long or ter- Long-term, okay. thing. yeah, because I did just raise my rates in the new year okay. to kind of accomplish the yeah. same. So it's thing. too recent, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be a more long-term solution and then you could be earning the same amount since you already know how much you need to make, but your time is a little bit
1: less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, or even I'm wondering... One thing um, that I've heard you say is like spending less time planning
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, long-term as I sort of figure these things out. Like right now on Fridays, I spend a good hour or more planning my week for the next week, like, you know, trying to juggle around all the schedules and therapies and, uh, you know, tasks that need to be done. So realistically, is that something that may shrink or go away over time? Do you think? I tend to do a similar amount of planning.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> just because when there are that many things that work together, or are, are on your plate, it does take time, and that's part of what makes your daily routine and the weekly routine work so smoothly for you is you have thought of every single thing and slotted it in. Yeah. Um, when you get to that planning module, though, in Mom Life Made Easy, mm-hmm. if you haven't already see if any of that helps you because we're talking about repeatable templates so you don't have to start from scratch and the busy week templates and things like that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I still think I'm on module four. So yep. I have ways to go and I know there's a lot of good stuff still in there. <laughs> yeah, so
0: send in some weekly questions when you get there if you need some more help. But yeah, we have a okay. thing on that. But I do find that the time taken when planning really helps I mean absolutely if you can streamline any of your planning reminders for appointments if they have a standard time um, meal prep when your recipes tend to be specific if you have a particular day a week you typically do it the that ingredient or something that you always write in thaw this kind of meat on this day
1: mm-hmm.
0: so, so like pre-adding as much as you can to your template okay just to save yourself 10 seconds here and 10 seconds there, then over time, I've found it can speed up a little. It's nothing drastic like, oh, I used to spend 65 minutes planning, now I spend 20. But yeah. <laughs> 65 minutes planning and now I spend 40, that's mm-hmm. an appreciable difference. For
1: sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, it gives me a ton of good ideas to work yeah. with. So I will be sure to let you know how it's going and uh, you know any other questions that come up. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on, Shannon.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was awesome talking to you. Yes. I think this is going to be really helpful for our listeners to have an idea of what it looks like when you say, okay, a schedule isn't working, but actually it's almost there. And as you were saying, these are just tiny tweaks we're making, but the tiny tweaks can make a big difference when it's just that last little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So I hope your new margin and the ideas you've come up with make a huge difference in feeling like, yes, everything is going well and you always have time for pop-ups because if pop-ups always happen, now we need a pop-up time block, pretty much. Thank you. And remember... To our listeners, if you want calls like this every week, but tailored to you and your problems, just fill out this quick application to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work-at-home mom life. Head over to the link I've included below, and let's do this. That's all for now. Have a wonderful day.